It's time for NRL Supercoach Roundtable Discussion. We go a little bit deeper in our quest for victory. Now, here's your hosts, Holly G, Ryan MS, Peter Hurst, and Andrew Molnar. Yeah, it is finally here. The Supercoach finals are upon us. Uh, good luck. I hope, I presume, if you're listening, that means you made it this far, and hopefully we can help you get just that little bit further here on the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. Andrew Moldog, Molinaroli, oh, with us as always. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Uh, looking forward to the, this weekend of footy starting on uh, Thursday, t- uh, tomorrow night. That's right, and of course uh, we are doing this show on a Wednesday from here on in because of that, so if you subscribe via iTunes, as you should do there, or if you simply go to the website www.supercoachpros.com, you'll be getting this podcast a day early, but of course in time to make any trades, if you've got trades left, then those captain choices, all important captain choices, that's what we're going to be talking mainly about uh, with a slightly different feel to it. Pete's also with us, how are you mate? Yeah, going great, guys. Um, looking forward to another great weekend of footy. It's all getting down to finals time. You can almost smell it. Yeah, it's great. It's a great time of the year. Ryan's not with us uh, this week, so just the three. Of course, I am Paulie G, just the three of us this week. But how are we going to do things for the Roundtable podcast heading um, into the finals, heading into, well, now starting your Supercoach final series? Is, of course, with no review podcast, we'll go through those games from last week for you here on the Wednesday. And um, then we'll move into some of the hot topics and, of course, um, the previews of the upcoming games. Just trying to get that little edge now. You might not even have any trades left, but maybe an astute choice at captain could make the difference. Maybe you're looking at your 18th, your 19th man. Maybe there's someone there worth playing with a great matchup. Someone inside your starting 17 that doesn't have the best matchup. And yeah, this is this is the place to, to be now when you're in your Super Coach Finals, where every little uh, quirk, every captain's choice is going to be oh so vital. Let's go back to the Friday night games from last week and look at the Broncos v. the Bulldogs. A good win for the Dogs, really. They, they scrapped their way to it. Um, you know, Broncos, look, it's a Wayne Bennett specialty. He, he likes to really rev his teams up um, pre-finals by getting him working harder in the tra- training and practice, all of this. And they might be a little bit flat because of it, but don't worry, they'll taper off come finals time and, and they'll be ready to go. Corey Parker was ready to go regardless. 105 supercoach points, you know. He's got the try, a couple of goals, 36 tackles, big day for Corey Parker. You've got Anthony Milford there with 71. Um, yeah, this is a good performance again by Milford. Um, Andrew McCulloch, 52, mainly thanks to 49 tackles. Sam Dide up there with 52 as well. And Jared Wallace, Pete, one of your favourites, um, going into the year and with Maguire's injury, of course, getting that extra opportunity to Adam Blair out this week as well, um, 62 points. Yeah, he, he did well. Um, it was a great, as you said, it was a great game of footy. Um, Blokes like Wallace, um, typical uh, Bennett, as you say, just sort of bringing the young fella along. He was only getting very small amounts of game time earlier in the year, but, uh, but now just getting that bit more time. So... Um, He'll be uh, there ready to play a, a significant role for the Broncos in the coming weeks. Yeah, and Darius Boyd should mention also at 53. But some of the other guys like Matt Gillette, 43, Alex Glenn, 39, a bit lower than usual. Um, there, the Bulldogs, 
Well, Josh Jackson leading the way there, 91 super coach points. Great day for him. And, of course, Aidan Tolman, 113. Scored his first try of the year. That's helped him hit the three-figure mark. It was certainly uh, a high day super coach wise for him. Um, other good players, David Clemmer, 51, and James Graham, 64. You know, that's solid numbers for those guys. Um, and you're, you're sort of looking at Michael Leacher, perhaps 58, Moses Embi, 54, Brett Morris, 53, Josh Morris, 63, um, even Sam Perrett there with 58. And look, a guy who's been going well, Frank Pritchard, 52 as, as well there, Pete. But pretty much most of the dogs pl- playing some good footy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what happened on Friday night was basically the the uh, the Bulldogs took them on up the middle and it was a great interchange of passing between the Dogs' big forwards, which is the way they've been pretty much trying to play since Hazel's come there, I think. And uh, the last few weeks, um, it's gone missing. But really, against uh, Brisbane, I thought they played really well, weathered the storm early and, and really took it to them as set up the middle. And, and the Broncos, that was only two-point gap at the end. The, the Bulldogs were much-deserved winners. Manly and the Rabbitohs, the other game, and I'll go to Andrew for this game because the Manly team um, really dominated. Peter Hicku got the majority of Supercoach points, 149. Um, So did Jake Jabrovich. We've talked about him a lot on this show and the review show, 109 points, scoring twice. Uh, Jamie Lyon looked really good. He only got to 53 in the end, but... He played some um, really a lot of the ball going through him and the attack. And Brett Stewart, eighty-seven Super Coach points. Um, Kieran Four and seventy-one. Daly Cherry Evans, you know, just forty. But but the back line scintillating, Andrew. Yeah, mate. Well, I was really being quite realistic going into this game, thinking that you know if Manly were to at least match it with South in the forwards, that they could uh, at least put up a good fight, and they they actually dominated with uh, Jakey Jakey Boy. Uh, leading from the front, scoring the first try, who would have picked that would have been good if you got got, <laughs> got, got on him. But um, yeah, no, they all played really well. Um, the forwards, I mean, and everyone knows the class of Manly's backline. I mean, Kieran Foran uh, doesn't usually score well in Supercoach, does he? But he, he scored seventy uh, odd. So it just goes to show, mate. They're, they're a talented backline, and and um, I just hope they keep doing it, mate. If, if I'm honest. <laughs> The Rabbitohs, look, they've got four big games coming up, Not at, no easy ones. We're actually going to talk uh, our predictions now. You know, We did this a few weeks ago. We're going to have an updated look at who's going to still be there coming to the, to the NRL finals. It will help you with your Supercoach finals. But Souths are in trouble. George Burgess leading from the front with 54, but very little support up front. And, um, you know, you saw Greg Inglis, 62, and Alex Johnson, 59, scrape their ways to decent numbers thanks to, a, you know, a last gas try. But just a very poor day all round for South. No scores of note besides those three, Andrew. I'm really worried. I know we've talked in the past about that. Those combinations, Reynolds and Keary, when you've got Stewart and Sutton in your back row, it just seems like too many playmakers and not enough just ball-carrying forwards. So I, I don't know. Is, is this, does this line-up just mean that you know they, they, they can't go back to back I don't think they can go back to back I just it's a different team and I don't think they're better than they were last year I think they're a better team out there at the moment um, that being said we will find out this weekend whether there are too many uh, too many cooks in the kitchen with uh, Glenn Stewart being out yeah uh, I mean I still rate Isaac Luke and Greg Inglis for me I mean they're in my team so I'm stuck with them now but um I think they'll come good. I think Manly just dominated them on the weekend. So I think they'll have a point to prove this weekend against uh, uh, the Cowboys. But I don't know if they'll win or not. But I think 
that they'll have a better dig than they did last week. Yeah, it's a massive game. Of course, we'll, we'll talk about that in our previews later in the show. Um, it just seems at the moment with with um, South's players, is you know you are rolling the dice a little bit, and probably you got stuck with some of them. They had good buy rounds, and um, you know you might have had a few of them sort of from Origin that you've hung over, and they've played well for you. But it's going to be tough, and it's something we'll talk a bit more about when we when we get to previews for rounds for for this round coming up, round twenty three. Warriors and the Dragons, the the season's fallen apart um, for the Warriors without Sean Johnson. Um, very hard to look anywhere. Ben Madalino, probably their best, 55 supercoach points yet. Uh, now he's suspended for three weeks. Jonathan Wright, 57. Um, Albert Vede, 51. Yeah, there's some okay scores. Even Simon Mannering, you know, was below his usual, just 46. It, it's just very hard now, um, Pete, to look at any Warriors players except maybe Mannering when, uh, you know, earlier in the year you were picking five, six, seven of them. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, um, Ryan Hoffman wasn't there either. So, uh, yeah, it's just, as you said, not going really well for them at the moment. They were completely um, dominated right across the field on, on Saturday and made way too many mistakes. They were far better the week before against Cronulla. But, uh, yeah, this match, it just didn't bode well for them. I did predict uh, Gareth Whitop to go very well, um, and he did. I think it was 99 points he scored. Yeah, well, let's so. talk about St George's team. 99 for Whitop, 117 for Mitch Rain, 80, 81 there also for Trent Merrin coming back there from that um, lengthy suspension. Lisa Nama, he's been very, very good the last month or so. Um, he seemed to take a step up when a lot of those Dragons forwards went out, and now he's still playing at that high level with them all back in the team. 75 super coach points for him, and Josh, du- uh, Josh Dugan, 41, maybe a bit below his usual, but guys like uh, Ben Cray, 59, Jack DeBellin, 51, Tyson Frizzell, 68, and then and then that exciting centre, Pete Ewan Aitken, 66. Uh, a, a good day for all, except Benji Marshall, of course, going off with that early injury and just the 27 supercoach points. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Benji went off after about 20 minutes there with the injury, unfortunately, um, and also Will Matthews uh, went early too with a, with a dislocated shoulder, who'd be bit of a disappointment for a few people, but um, he's got a bit of a knack of scoring a try at times. But, uh, yeah, those blokes you mentioned, like Lisa Armour has had a, a very good season. He's been really improved right across the field. And uh, if you've got him in your team, he's, he's a good pickup, as is uh, DeBellin as well, um, has had a good year. Um, but, yeah, as I said, Gareth Widdop, I, I just had a feeling that when I, I saw him in the Newcastle game, he played so well, kicked eight from eight and scored a try, I thought he'd be up for a bigger one against the Warriors and, as I said, um, the Warriors are, are very much seem to be Saints whipping boys. Haven't they haven't lost to them since uh, 2007. So uh, at all venues, and uh, to go over there and win 36 nils is a great win under any circumstances. And led by Whitter and Mitchie Rain had a great one too, which as you mentioned. Cowboys v the Sharks. The Sharks having a big win too. There, um, you know. Never easy, but they've beaten them twice now up there and now back at home. Uh, looking at Michael Gordon, 98. That's his best supercoach game of the year. Wade Graham, 94. Paul Gallen, 81. Um, Ricky Latelli, 61. Jared Beal was very good with 60. And Jack Bird coming back there, Andrew, as well, 60, uh, 69. Yeah, good game. Um, I, I mean, it was always going to be hard for, for the uh, the Cowboys to come down. They've been up for so long now, and the the... Sharkies seem like they're on a kind of an upward swing at the moment, and again, Paul Gallen so, so consistent with his super coach when he's playing. Uh, you can't you can't fault him at the moment. Yeah, he put up eighty one. Yeah. 
Um, the, the Cowboys, look, it wasn't the best day for them. Gavin Cooper's still good, 71. JT, you know, Jonathan Thurston, 93. Um, ben Hannett, 62. There was no Matt Scott, of course. Jake Granville was below his best, 39. Ethan Lowe, he's really fallen away, 36. Michael Morgan, just 39. And Jason Tamalolo, Andrew, just 28. That That's disappointing, a guy that offers oh, so much more. Mate, yeah, I was so disappointed with him, especially, you know, the way that Sharks are promising to play up through the middle and was really expecting to take them on through the middle there and just, yeah, it just didn't produce. And like I said, very disappointing. Yeah. Now, look, you can get all these match recaps at www.supercoachpros.com. We're going to flick through a couple of the games. Eels-Panthers, there's not a lot to talk about there. It was one of the worst games of the year, let's be fair. Unless you're a semi-rad Radra owner, who we're going to talk about uh, in the Round 23 previews. Look, he put up 95. Um, there's not much to look at. James Seguiaro is still giving you decent numbers with 75 there from Penrith. But Bryce Cartwright, just 25. Uh, copped a pretty nasty facial injury. Um, has been named this week. We'll talk about him later. There are a couple of Parramatta players like Nathan Pete, 63, Tim Manor, 53, you know, uh, Junior Paulo, uh, 43, that have been playing well, but they're probably not guys that you, you want to bring in your lineup at this stage. The same thing can be said with, in regards to the Storm Titans game, in regards to Titans players. Daniel Mortimer, 66, did well, um, as did Luke Douglas, 50, but, it, you know, it's a bit of a dead zone, except maybe Aiden Caesar, 56, another good matchup this week, and one to watch next year, Neem McDonald. But, we can look at the Storm at least, Pete, because, of course, they've got guys you might want. And we'd start with Cameron Munster, 141. Big day for him. Will Chambers, he had a good day too, 64. Cooper Cronk went large, 118. Uh, massive day for him. Uh, Matt Duffy, you know, he put up 68. Yeah, some great numbers uh, all around there. Cameron Smith as well, 79, Pete. Absolutely. Um, but the the one that um, has been very good for them, I think, the unheralded hero, is that Cameron Munster at fullback, actually, scoring good super coach points. And, yeah, he's really filled the void there left by Billy Slater. I think uh, a lot of people thought when Slater went down injured coming into game two of the State of Origin series that um, that was going to be the end uh, for Melbourne, really, this year. But um, he's really stepped into the breach. And you've got some very hard-working forwards for, for Melbourne who, who get some good numbers. And... And Cooper Cronk got a very good score as well, even though he had that uh, that terrible error there from the <laughs> yeah. kickoff. He had, he had two, including yeah. the one through the legs, and he, and he had another yeah. one where he um, put his foot on the line after he'd caught it. And, of course, you're supposed to have your foot on the line or over the line before you catch it to get the penalty. So that was a goal-line exactly. dropout, two goal-line dropouts. Uh, the Knights, not much to talk about them in the Knights-Roosters game. Look, some decent super coach numbers. I mean, we're going to see that from the end with Danny Badiris, the, the fill-in standing coach. They're going to throw the ball around, you know, but but it, there's not a lot of predictability to which players will go large. Kirk Gidley, when he moved into the halves, he looked good there, 67. Siani Mataudia, 79. Yeah, maybe one to watch for next year. Um, you know, you've got the Sims brothers, Tarek 62, Corbin 43. Uh, but again, you're probably not owning any Knights players. The Roosters, on the other hand, maybe you made Roger Tavasashek captain. If so, well done, 119. Maybe you made James Maloney captain. If so, well done, 140. Daniel Tupa, a couple of really big games uh, the last couple of weeks, 110 for him. He's going to be one to watch going into the finals. Definitely a point of difference there. Um, Kane Evans, 71, going from strength to strength. Um, Jared Rhea Hargraves was sensational. Um, just the 50 super coach points, but he's playing at a very high level and he's got that high floor. And um, you can even add in there Michael Jennings, 64. And um, also, well, I'm um, sorry, Boyd, Boyd Cordner with, with 50, uh, Pete. 
Yeah, it was a it was a funny old game that one. At half time, you would have thought that um, Tulbasashek was heading for two hundred points, but um, <laughs> he had a, a very rocks and diamonds game. His first fifty minutes was fantastic, and then he it liked the Roosters team a bit. He clocked off and you know missed some tackles and made a terrible error in the in goal area, allowing the, the Knights to score a try. Um, yeah, but but imagine if he, he plays a full 80 minutes, mate. It's going to be scary. Oh, <laughs> mate, it's goodbye to whoever's playing. It's another, it's another good what. match. We're going to talk about him when we get to the um, previews for the Roosters-Eels game. He's a great matchup. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for the future, the couple of the, the Knights young guns there, Mamo and uh, Danny Levi and Tarpany, are, will be good um, maybe good to keep an eye for, for Supercoach next year. Oh, I totally agree. And um, look, they... Badirisons needs to get them all on the park. I think Momo's been named this week, but Levi's been missed, missed, uh, missed out. I just don't understand to get them all in there and get them, get them much-needed experience. Um, two teams that could be also looking more to 2016 from here on in as the Raiders and the Tigers there. And unfortunately for Canberra fans, a, a game they really needed to win and should have won, but they let slip. No no um, fault of Shannon Boyd. 97 supercoach points, two tries. Look, the forwards made metres at will. Sean Fensom, 79. Um, we had Dave Shillington. You know, he only got 52, but only because he lost 16 with, with the send-off plus the penalty conceded. You know, the, a disappointing end to what would have been a big supercoach day. Um, Jared Croker out in the centres, uh, good day. Six, 63 points. Um, Jack Whiten was very good, 73. And Mitchell Barnett, the cheapie, um, just 113,800. Um, good to see him, you know, playing good minutes there in the second row with no Sia Soliola. Um, and he put up 51, so he's definitely one to circle. And finally, Josh Hodgson, that last-minute um, last um, inclusion in the lineup, he put up 79 as well, Andrew. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're a talented team, aren't they, the Canberra Raiders? Um, I th- they just got tore apart by Teddy. <laughs> you know, he come back to bite him on the bum. Um, <laughs> Tigers, they, they played really well. No one gave them a hope, really, the cold cold night down in Canberra. But, yeah, I, I mean, I'm really enjoying watching uh, Luke Brooks play. I really like I like the kid. Um, yeah, what else can you say? I mean, the Canberra had all, all to play for and lost. <laughs> Tedesco, 105 super coach points. We've been worried sort of during the middle of the year, do you get rid of Tedesco if you own him? Do you not bring him in even though he's a high performer because of his injury history, because of the fact the Tigers won't have much to play for? Look, the Tigers are, are playing as, you know, with as much sort of enthusiasm as, as any team at the moment because Jason Taylor's got them playing a slightly different brand of football than they were earlier in the year. Mitchell Moses is looking really good now. Um, he put up 41 super coach points. Andrew mentioned Brooks, 70, you know, 71 points. Big day for him. Um, Aaron Woods up front, you know, he, he was a big sort of uh, player for New South Wales and Origin, 76 points. You wouldn't think that, you know, he's he's played all these games of footy during the middle of the year because he's running with fresh legs. Pat Richards is about to, to retire. He put up 74. So this is a, this is a team with, with players, especially Tedesco, that even though they don't have a lot to play for from from a result of making this, the, the finals, they've got a lot to play for in regards to pride and, and looking building on some momentum for 2016 which which is great news if you're an owner of, of these sort of of these tigers players and um let's uh, move on now because uh, why not because we're just talking about the finals and 
Pete and Andrew and myself, we've done our predictors there. You can find NRL.com, a great addition to their website there, the ladder predictors. Just trying to give a bit of insight as to which teams we think will still um, be there right at the end um, to help you if they, do you have last-minute trades or if, you know you might have one more trade left or two, which, which player may be there on the outer, maybe they don't have as much to play for. Pete, I'll start with you. Um, how do you see it ending up? Well, this is my top eight. Um, I've got the Roosters and the Cowboys finishing first and second on 40. They've got the Broncos and the Sharks finishing third and fourth on 36. Then on 32, I've got teams in pairs there. Um, on, on, in fifth spot on 32 points of the Storm. Uh, in sixth spot on 32 also the Dragons. Uh, slightly worse for and against. And then seventh, the Rabbitohs on 30 and the Bulldogs on 28 on in eighth, on just outside the eights, I've got the Raiders on 26 and Manly 26 and the Warriors 26, with the Knights finishing last. Yeah, and um, and you know, interesting there, but maybe not unpredictable. Andrew, do you see it any differently? There is is, is your team Manly going to get in there? Is it is this something that could could change? No, I mean, I'd love to say yes, but I think the only way Manly are going to make it in is at the expense of the Dragons, and I think. Again, they're on they're on the upswing at the moment for me. Yeah, so, okay. I probably see Cronulla making the top four, and then South hovering. I can't see them winning too many more games, but limping into the finals. But so maybe Cronulla in the top four, and uh, the Bulldogs sneaking somewhere up up close to the top four as well. There's every possibility that a team will get thirty points and miss out. Um, from doing the predictor. But as we see each and every year, we already saw it last week with the Raiders' loss, Parramatta loss the week before with it all to play for to the Titans, you know, Raiders losing to the Tigers. More teams are going to lose games they should win before it's out. You look at matchups, you look at a team like the Knights always play well against Melbourne. You know, that's going to be a tough game. Melbourne already lost to the Tigers a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you look at Cronulla against the Tigers, you know, could find, could find the going tough there. Bulldogs against the Titans this week. You know, these are sort of the games that you think they'll win, but the matchups sometimes cause these big upsets, and it's hard to be up week after week. Eventually, you've got to come down. I've got actually the Sharks missing out. I think that even though they should, they're really a good top four candidates. Melbourne are a team that play well against Cronulla. If they give them a touch up this week, you could see a bit of ill effect. You could suddenly see you know the whole Andrew Fafita situation. The fact that the halves aren't that strong. And um, three games that maybe they could win all of them heading home, but Tigers, the Eels, and um, Manly, uh, if they lose at least sort of one of those two against Eels and Tigers, I think that game against Manly could mean they might end up missing out. And I also think the Storm could end up just making the eight um, there. They might all, because they've got a very tough run in. I think the Dragons, Pete. Um, might sneak into the to the top four, them or the Bulldogs, with the Broncos maybe on the slide and maybe missing out on a top two berth. The Roosters there might usurp them. Um, look, if that helps, I think we all, what we all agree in is that there's nine teams in contention. And so now if you've got any trades left, you're really looking at, you know, a majority of your players being from those nine teams, you know, the Cowboys, Broncos, Roosters, Rabbitohs, Bulldogs, Dragons, Seagulls, Storm, and the Sharks. Raiders, they're still mathematically in it. You probably 
happy to no, play them. Put a line through them. But, but, <laughs> it, but and especially to lose in that fashion, Andrew. You know, yeah, if you're yeah, owning a lot of Raiders players, they could really bottom out. Blake Austin was horrible. Yeah, uh, I mean, like I said, they had it all to play for, mate. And yeah. just, I don't know, they're just, maybe it's just too long of a season and yep. they just didn't have their mind on the job. I mean, <laughs> Shillington had a brain yeah. snap, didn't he? So, yeah, just, it just. It was disappointing for the for a raid if you're a Raiders fan. They've had a lot of close games, and I don't think they've won any of them. Um, and that that ties you out mentally and emotionally. That's exhausting. Um, it, that they could find the going tough the last few weeks. They could, you know, they got to play teams like the Eels. They could lose to them. Manly this week could give them a touch up, especially if they they attack that uh, that left side. The, the Raiders' right hand defence uh, could be very be very interesting fingers crossed <laughs> <laughs> don't forget you can uh, download this podcast and all the podcasts there at www.supercoachpros.com or on itunes subscribe on itunes and we'll just uh, head in to your itunes podcasts there and um as soon as they've been done we're doing them on wednesdays at the moment uh, no review shows now for the rest of the year but everything's archived there on www.supercoachpros.com it's not all you'll find match recaps are there the um previews which we're going to go through in a moment there um for round 23 the supercoach previews upgrades downgrades and pete's profits um we've also got a, a twitter handle at supercoachpros i know a lot of you already follow us but if not that's very important because of course we tweet out those last minute late changes the final team lineups and anyone that we think it's got particular upside or advantage um, heading into that, you know, applicable game. It's from a Supercoach perspective, so very important there at Supercoach Pros that you're following us on Twitter. Let's look at the sort of the best picks for this round. James Tedesco is right up there with a great matchup. Daly Cherry Evans, Roger Tuivasa, Sheck, Brett Morris, Paul Gallen, Jared Croker, James Maloney. Up ticks for Tedesco and DCE, but um, Jordan Rapana. Mitchell Moses, Blake Austin, you know, maybe you don't want to risk it with those sort of players, but they've got the big upticks. Ben Hunt's got a big downtick. So does Semi Rajaraja, a tough matchup against the Roosters. Anthony Milford, Jonathan Thurston as well. So maybe you're not making him captain this week. And Josh Dugan. So some big names there uh, with tough matchups. And it's such an important game. All, all um, people left or all Supercoach players left. Um, playing will play this week. Couple will get a bye next week. Couple will be knocked out. But all all late playing this week's so a huge round, and we might see some strange results um, occurring. Let's look at the matches. It all starts on Thursday night. Andrew Cowboys v the Rabbitohs. Uh, very tough matchup for Thurston. This is this is probably going to be a big question mark. You know, do you now just say, well, of course you're going to start him, but just not make him captain, perhaps? Yeah, that's. That's probably what I'd be looking at doing this weekend. Just, I think, just not because of Thurston, just because there's other options out there. So you say Maloney and and RTS. I think they're probably better options. Not that Thurston's not going to put in a good show. I think, like I said before, that Souths are going to be up for this. So, yeah, and I think yeah, I think they'll win. I think the uh, the Cowboys will win, but I think it's not going to be as open as it usually is. Daly Cherry Evans just 40 last week, of course, at halfback. You know, he's not at the level of Thurston, but, you know, that's below his average. So you'd think that it's going to be hard for Thurston to hit three figures there. Um, Pete South's players, you know, Andrew mentioned early, you know, he's hoping they'll still be right. But this is another tough matchup, isn't it? George Burgess, you know, maybe Dylan Walker. But guys like Greg Inglis, Adam Reynolds, Isaac Luke, they get downgrades. Uh, you know, where, where do you go from here? you just got to, I guess, at this stage, you've 
you to play them in hope, or if you've got a trade left, do you do you look at omitting a Souths player? That's that's hard, isn't it? Uh, particularly after their performance last week, as you just mentioned, none of them really scored particularly well. Um, you'd have to stick with someone like Inglis, I guess, and and think that he's going to, you know, improve. He, like this, the Rabbitohs can't go any can't go much worse than they did last week against Manly. With all due respect to Manly, it was, the South did not play very well. Um, and so maybe you, you might expect them to, to go a little bit better this week. It's it's going to be a big match, so you'd expect the Premiers to be up for it. And I think I would be, at least, you've got to be sticking with Inglis. Um, but, yeah, you wouldn't have a South Sydney player this week. He's your captain, no way. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, Dylan Walker's under an injury cloud. It's the Thursday night game. He's, he's, he's made money for you if you brought him in earlier. He's a guy that he's got a good matchup, but if he gets ruled out with South's tough draw home, you know it's someone that you've really got to think about. Is he going to be worth um, keeping? I mean, you've got to look at, you know, we look at our predictor model, and he's predicted a nice sixty-one. Um, but in the other games before the end of the year, he's he's not likely to do as well. 40, 44, and forty again. Yeah, so, well, that's not brilliant, is it? So, you know, the Souths have a very tough draw. He's not the lone ranger, but at his price, you just wonder whether he could be... Now might be the time to sell. Uh, Broncos-Dragons on a Friday is going to be a very, uh, I think, very interesting game. Dragons, uh, they generally play all right against them. In fact, they beat them earlier in the year. Uh, a couple of um, players out, or at least under uh, a fitness sort of injury cloud, Benji Marshall in particular... Got a good matchup. Gareth Widdop's got a great matchup. If you listened to Pete last week, you, you've already in your lineup, and you should be you should be doing well again. Yeah, um, sitting on your mountains of cash. <laughs> right, that's right. Yeah, uh, Tyson Brazil. Trent yeah, the latest Merritt. news is, is that Benji is not going to play. Um, but you know, sort of watch this space, as you said. If you get the updates from SuperCoachPros.com, then there. He might be enough. He might be a late replacement. It wouldn't surprise me, but yeah, they reckon he's not playing at the moment. And Pete, how does it look when you know Widdop was very good with Marshall not there, but earlier in the year, from what I saw, Marshall and Widdop work well as a team. And, and I just wonder, does Widdop have that same upside if Marshall doesn't play? Well, after twenty minutes last week, he he played extremely well, didn't he? But um, mm. yeah, it's. It's a different uh, kettle of fish up against the Broncos. I think um, he needs he needs Marshall there, and you would expect there is no way uh, that you could expect Widdop to score as many uh, this week as it, as he did last week against the Warriors. You couldn't expect them to. Um, yeah, halves have done well against the Broncos. However, there's half a chance there. Um, not a lot of captain options. Andrew Corey Parker. Predicted for 75. The Dragons are traditionally tough to score super catch points against. So I guess, like Thurston, you're probably looking elsewhere as a Corey Parker owner. Yeah, I mean, got me a team, obviously, but I think Dragons' defence is too good this year. And I mean, he's offloading his goal kicking or his, his main upticks, aren't they? So, I, I, like I said, I think there are better options out there uh, it, than, yeah, CP10. Even <laughs> if um, Brisbane win, maybe. They don't win by very much. They don't put yeah, up. Yeah, I don't think it's points. going to be a high scoring yeah. line. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Tigers v Knights. Uh, you know, we talked about both teams when we recapped. I think James Desco is a must. You know, Roger Tuivasa, Sheck Andrew went ridiculous just last week at fullback. Tedesco should do the same. Um, we know Moses and Brooks get upsides. Maybe they're worth a, a shot, but only if you're really up against it. 
Uh, Aaron Woods, perhaps. Uh, but the Knights, I, I don't know if you really got anyone there, except maybe Kate Snowden, who's supposed to be returning. Yeah, I mean, Tedesco's one to watch, isn't he? That's that's pretty much it, isn't it? Um, uh, I think he's going to go large again. Newcastle are just so bad this year. Well, they are now anyway. So, yeah, Tedesco to go large. The Warriors um, and the Panthers, it's hard to really look at anyone that Warriors at the moment. Maybe just Simon Mannering. You've probably still got him and stuck with him. He does, is predicted to score 71, so that gives um, his owners some comfort. Pete, Mitch Rain went very large um, last week, so maybe James Seguiaro could be a good one this week. You would expect a player like Seguiaro to score a bit against the Warriors. He's very, um, very quick out of dummy half, um, good on his feet and so on, which is not which is you know, bad news for the Warriors forwards. And, mm. you know, travelling this time of the year, they think, oh, well, we got beaten 36-0. We haven't got Johnson. I remember a couple of years ago, they got beaten by nearly about 70 at Penrith, um, Penrith Stadium. So um, I won't predict that, but, gee, that it, it's, yeah, I wouldn't want too many players from either team in in my uh, in my side at the moment. <laughs> that's, that's right. Unfortunately, Bryce Cartwright, you know, he probably looks like that little run has ended there too. And it, Andrew, we say it every, you know, we've said it every week pretty much for the last two months. Once teams are out of contention, or as we can predict them moving out of contention, just so risky to pick them up off the off, you know, trade them in. Yeah, I mean, it's just those little one percenters that get your points, and they they stop doing them when they're not in contention, don't they? I mean, did we speak about Ben Matalino as well, just off topic quietly? Um, did we speak about replacements for him, if, if anyone's got him? Yeah, well, he's owned, <laughs> believe it or not, by um, over 25% of Supercoach um, players, which makes him the 13th <laughs> most, most owned player. So he's out for three weeks. Um, season for the Supercoaches. Pretty so. much. And I think, it, look, I think if you're out of trades, you just say, well, at least he's back for round 26. Maybe, you know, I get him then. Um, maybe you're looking somewhere else. Maybe he doesn't quite have the cash to trade him out if you've only got one trade left. But if you've got a few, then definitely. And and um, it's worth having a look at players this round in those positions that are, that are predicted to go above their station. So yeah, maybe you're just looking at a one-hit wonder. Maybe you're looking further down the track. Um, you know, front rower, second rowers, um, you're not going to get as Bigger upside, maybe maybe a guy like you know Sam Cassiano is a decent price, although he's moved back to the bench this week. Um, you know, Trent if you Merrin, Trent Merrin is a very good one. James Graham, um, I think they're sort of the ones you're looking at. A- Andrew, do you have any suggestions? Oh, mate, I think you said them all. James Graham's a very handy option, especially with him leading the team going into the semis. <sighs> Maybe you could, if you can, you can upgrade to Mannering, but again, he's a Warriors player, but you know what you're going to get with Mannering, don't you? Yeah, it's so dangerous now the Warriors are on the slide. Aaron Woods is still playing some pretty good footy. Um, Tohu Harris is probably one I would mention. He's moved back into the second row, so if if you're looking for a second row and not a front rower, um, a team that's right in contention. Uh, Tohu Harris, very affordable at the moment at 340. Um, It's one that I would definitely look at. You know, I, I, it scares me that he plays in the centre sometimes, so I, I, I'd be steering clear of him. I think you're safe now. He's moved yeah. back into the back row, and that that's what. But you're right. That's why he's, you're getting him at 340 and not at 400 yep. and something because of those weeks he's played in the centres. But Kurt Mann, off to the Dragons next year. Um, 
it looked like he was in the doghouse. Craig Bellamy, he sent out the SOS last week and it worked wonders because uh, Melbourne looked a lot better team with Harris back in the second row and man out in the centres. Um, let's look at the Roosters and the Eels game. I think Roger Tavasashek, uh, just like last week, is a big-time player, as is James Maloney. Either one of these, Pete, I guess you, you could look at making captain the way that the, the Eels are, are letting up Supercoach points. Yeah, um, you expect the Roosters to absolutely decimate the Eels this week. It's, there's no other word for it. Um, Trent Robinson will be furious if they don't put a big score on them. And, yeah, like Maloney was, was outstanding the other day against the Knights. I said two of us have played well for half the game and still got over 100. So, yeah, either of those would be a great option for you. And you'd also have um, Mitchell Pearce returning to, to the Roosters team this week, I think. So um, Yeah, look at those outside backs. Blake Ferguson, 65, yep. predicted. Michael Jennings, 64. Daniel Tupo. Tupo did well last week. Very yeah. well. Um, Andrew, the Eels, it's really a one-man team. Supercoach perspective, Sammy Radradra. This is as tough a matchup as he gets. Do you drop him from your team altogether or leave him out of your 17 this week? Does it, does it get to that? Or... No, he's, he's proven performer. You've got to keep him in. I mean... Scored one try last week and scored 95. So, I mean, he, he does a lot of other work that's not just try scoring. And if when he does eventually score his double, you know, when it's inevitable. So he does stack up the points. So you've you got to have him. He's got to. We've talked about it on the review shows um, earlier in the year. But with Brad Takarangi inside him, it gives him a big boost because Takarangi has the ability to, to draw the winger and still get the pass away and, and the amount of times he's sent Rad Radra clear, you know you, you've, I've, lost, I've lost count so that, that's yeah, it. The way Takarangi holds the ball, he's just got it out like a yeah. basketball, you know I'm sure it gives Brad Arthur a heart attack <laughs> uh, Yeah, he's got a, a cheeky little offload that, that does help Sammy I'm interested to see how Junior Paulo goes against this big pack because he's been in quite impressive the last month or so. But this is a, this will be a different test playing against those guys. Yeah, mate. I mean, the Roosters, they're tough, they're mean, and, you know, Jared Weir Hargraves at the moment is playing <laughs> as good as I've ever seen him play. Yeah, me, um, I agree. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's just so hard. To, to, they're just so powerful. And when they play for the full 80 minutes, they're, they're a scary prospect for any team. Raiders and the Seagulls. Um, look, Canberra. I mean, it's still a decent matchup, although Manly have been much tougher. I don't know if you could really trust anyone. Maybe Jared Croker. Um, yeah, Blake Austin's got the matchup, but geez, the the halves who were five eighths were scoring at will, Andrew, earlier in the in the year against Manly, but now they've tightened that right up. I, I don't know if you could trust Austin, could you? No, I don't think so either, mate. I think that Manly's edge defence has been really solid the past couple of weeks, and Austin just he's lost his bundle the past couple, so I'd be back in the Manly backline to probably put a put a couple of points on. Yeah, Sean Fensom and Jack White and um, Pete they could be the the best the best choices uh, instead. Yeah, Whiten's been quite a revelation at the back and mm. played well again the other night. Just getting some decent super coach points. So now if you've got him, I think you'd be you'd be sticking with him with uh, Austin. I think. Um, He's, he's gone a bit off the boil, but he's also opposition coaches have been working him out what he's what he's capable of and his footwork and yeah. time which way to go and and the Tigers certainly worked him over very nicely the other night. Yeah, Mitchie, Mitchell Barnett's a cheapie to to keep an eye out on too. Um, 
one to watch, if not for this year, if you don't have the, the trades left to have to bring in any more cheapies, um, certainly for next year. Manly, uh, Daly Chervin's got a massive uh, upgrade, as we mentioned earlier. George Tafua, you know, le- left winger, I think that left side's the one that they'll be targeting, the Blake Austin side. Um, Brett Stewart, Jamie Lyon, you know, maybe Tom Travojevic is a late inclusion. I don't know if Steve is going to end up playing or not. Um, pick, pick your player, Andrew. I mean, should be a good day for Manly's. Yeah, backs. I think that left side for Manly, it's, it's pretty potent. And, mm. yeah, anyone out there is going to get points. Maybe even Kieran Foran, eh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he might be yeah, on on the wrong side. Him and Lyon might might be watching their teammates yeah, put but, up I mean, all the tries. <laughs> bring your plate kind of stuff. <laughs> Bulldogs and the Titans, and um, we saw Cameron Munster just go ridiculously large, Pete, um, as you were saying earlier. So Brett Morris now, he, I think he becomes the buy of the week if you've got a trade left. I, I, I'd say he he's he's the one to bring in. Yeah, I would think so, wouldn't he? He played very well um, uh, last week against the Broncos as well. Um, has looked good at fullback. We all know how quick he is and so on. And, and he's, he's pretty decent defensively as well. Um, as the Dragons supporters used to sing, I think he is the better Morris, actually. Um, <laughs> and super coach and in the, other, in the normal form of the game. But yeah, no, certainly be a good buy against the Titans. Um, I think the, the game itself will actually be closer than a lot of people realise. Um, the Titans uh, gave beat the Bulldogs last yeah. year, and you know it won't be a pushover. Yeah, they've had a few wins, upset wins over them in the last few years. Um, Aiden Caesar is probably the interesting one. You know, five eight have done have, have five eights have done well against the Bulldogs. He's been playing at a high level. Um, you probably don't have him in your team, but if he is, uh, he's definitely worth a start this week. And the final game, the Sharks v the Storm. Um, I think it'll be a good game, but I think Melbourne, with a great record against the Sharks, could end up giving him a touch-up, which means guys like Tohu Harris, we mentioned earlier, you know, Marika Korobiti, um, Cameron Munster, um, they can all be started. JC Bromwich, Cameron Smith, maybe even Cooper Cronk, Andrew. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a tough one for both teams and. Oh, it's just it's going to be the the forwards I think are going to score score big. So people like Bromwich and, and Harris in, in the forwards, yeah, I think they'll be good options. And with Cameron Smith doing what he does, plus kicking goals, can't go wrong, can you? Paul Gallen doesn't have the best matchup. He's still a safe choice if you wanted to go safe as captain, but you've probably got other options there too. Um, Jack Bird may find the going a bit tougher this week as well at five eighth. Uh, that's about it for the show. I hope you enjoyed the special Supercoach Finals format. Maybe we've given you a couple of tips there to play this week to make us captain. That's what it's all about. If you ever need to tweet us, tweet us at Supercoach Pros. Of course, we'll be tweeting out before each and every game this weekend. And, of course, um, you can also find the previews, all the previews and all the recaps there at www.supercoachpros.com. Pete, thanks so much. Uh, good luck to your boys this weekend. Another big game. Thank you very much. Good luck to your, your Tigers too, too, Paul. Yeah, well, hopefully we can uh, keep moving up the bottom of that ladder. Andrew, thank you very much. You're heading down to the nation's capital, of course, on, on Sunday. Massive game for, for Manly. 
Yeah, mate, it should be fun. I haven't been there in a while, and um, they say Manly fans don't travel. Either we two of us there. <laughs> so uh, they say they don't go past the Pacific Highway, but that's that's a fair way past it. So, <laughs> all right, and then I am Paulie G. That is it for the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast for this week. We'll be back again next Wednesday, of course. Thursday night footy happening. By the time you're listening to this, it probably already is Thursday. So enjoy that and uh, enjoy the whole weekend. And uh, that is it. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Supercoach Pros. Bye for now.